Ta-da. Well, we both said. Ta-da. We both said ta-da. <laughs> okay, so it came in after for me. And so I thought you were just saying it like, because I said it. I said it the exact same time as you. (laughs) Oh my God. We're twins. We are one. We are twins that say (laughs) ta-da. All right, let's clap. We are are twins that say ta-da. Okay. Three. You count. Two. One. song but then you like (laughs) you like quit really quick (laughs) i did i love quitting i am a quitter um hey every hold on let me say it again hey everyone Uh, welcome to teenage dirtbags the podcast we're a podcast that rates and reviews degrassi episodes whatever it takes um (laughs) i know i can make it through (laughs) Ooh. I'm Maddie. Oh, I'm Carly. Did you forget who you were for a moment? I just had like a split second where I was thinking about something else. (laughs) (laughs) I'm so sorry to bother you. Would you like some time? No, it's okay. I'll think about it later. Okay, that's a good thing. That's a good idea. (laughs) Um, Welcome to this week of anarchy and frustration with your two dirtbags, Maddie and Carly. Um... What do you got to say for this week? What do you what, what's happened in your life? What's going on? Uh okay, well, um I have been hired to write another Christmas movie, very exciting, obviously for 2022. And then mm-hmm. the last one I finished, I got 10 pages of notes to uh put into place. <laughs> Is 10 pages a normal amount? No. It's a uh, a lot. <laughs> so is wait hold on the one that you got 10 pages for that's not for this year is it no 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 no. oh fucking i'm like uh they better hurry up no <laughs> november <laughs> can you imagine they make a movie in like well, three weeks i don't hey don't don't the the place we used to work at did it in 12 days no i know but you have to freaking edit yeah that's true okay, nut job. Yeah, yeah. yeah i guess that's true <laughs> That's true. I forgot about editing. Yeah, the thing is, is that I think that both these movies, they want to film while it's still winter to have real snow. So I can't, oh. like, dilly-dally. It's like, you know. Sure. Time is, sure, time is precious. So anyways, it's it's one of those things where I'm going to be working a lot over Christmas, which isn't... I mean, who cares? I'm like I have kids that, like, you know. But it's just... Uh, there's going to be no relaxation for me till like, you know, January, which is fine. It's fine. I'm grateful that I get paid to write movies for a living. It's amazing. It's pretty cool. I will say um, yesterday, well, I have two stories about work, but yesterday um, my friend at work, Cheyenne, came up to me and she, what were we talking about? 
uh, I don't remember how it came up, but for some reason, Christmas movies came up. And I went, you know, and she obviously knows who you are because she used to listen to the podcast. She might still, I don't know. Um, and she knew we worked together when we lived together. When you and I lived mm-hmm. together, I worked with Cheyenne. So she knows who you are. Anyway, and somehow Christmas movies came up and I said, oh, you know, Carly writes them. And she was like, pardon the fuck out of me. What did you just say? And I was like, <laughs> she writes like Hallmark Christmas movies. And she had no idea. So I guess she doesn't listen to the podcast because she had no idea. And she was like, what? And I was like, I know. It's it's as if genuinely every time I tell somebody, even if it's somebody who knows you or doesn't, and I say, my friend writes Christmas movies. It's like I tell them that I'm friends with Brad Pitt. Like, it's literally. It's so funny. It's hilarious. They fucking die every time. Um, but I It wanted- really is funny because like, I never thought as a screenwriter that anyone would give a shit. No one cares about writers, but it seems like because they're specifically these Christmas movies, people are like, no way. But I also think that writing, well, I mean, maybe I'm wrong, but from my point of view, writing, screenwriting has become more in the spotlight. Maybe it's because of like actors are doing it. Like actors are like, well, this one was written by Seth Rogen after he's famous as an actor. So maybe screenwriting is becoming a bit more of a thing. Um, There is something sort of like romantic about it. Like people are like, you get to work from home. You get to just like sit with your coffee. Like it's very like, I used to romanticize it a lot. And then when it actually happened for me, I was like, oh, this is actual like mental hell. (laughs) Yeah. I hate writing. I hate writing. I, 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 no, that's not true. I love writing, but when it becomes like a deadline, um, and also the creation of something, like I could write a story about something I've experienced, but when it comes to the creation of an idea, I'd rather shoot myself. Like I cannot invent a concept. Like I just am unable to just oh, let's invent Pan's Labyrinth. Like how people come up with Harry Potter. I know this is, excuse me, I know this is completely different from what you're doing, but like even a a false storyline, I don't understand how people are able to think of it. I mean, I think it's kind of like anything. It kind of just like comes to you and it's not like... It sounds silly, but when I think of an idea, it's just kind of like, it just like appeared. Yeah, that's, like, I am unable to. It's not like I can even take credit for it, really. Well, you can, because it appeared in your mind. No, but it's just, it's just a strange thing. It's just people are like, how do you do it? I'm like, I don't know. It just happens. Yeah. Anyway, uh, this isn't a screenwriting (laughs) podcast, but um, I can't think of anything really, you know, pop culture-esque that has happened this week that we can kind of... Uh, rant about like we did last week. Last well, week was packed. We can talk about this is not really that related to teen stuff, but I can say that I'm obsessed with the conspiracies about Pete Davidson and Kim oh, Kardashian. Of course, of course. I realize okay. that that's not teen oriented, so forgive me. But the fact that he's a teenager basically may may be fine. Um, I mean, to me. Pete Davidson is the embodiment of a teenage dirtbag. He is. And do you know what? I don't know if I said this to you when we went to New York, but I said this to my mother. When we went to, when my mom and I went to New York, the only celebrity I care about seeing, if I, if I go somewhere, if I go to another country or another city or whatever, 
I don't really care about seeing somebody who's there for the day. I want to see a celebrity who lives there, who right. is living their day-to-day life. Like, I don't want to see, I mean, of course, it's it's exciting to see someone shooting a movie or, or whatever, but I want to see someone like strolling to go get groceries. And when I go to New York, my number one to see is Pete Davidson. Now, however, he's like the most famous person on the planet because he's dated Ariana Grande and is apparently dating the second most famous person on the planet, Kim Kardashian. But my point is, is the conspiracies, because I just thought, oh, that's fucking weird. But then when people are like, have you heard these conspiracies? No, but well, no, I've heard that he has a big dong no 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 okay okay no i don't know what oh about. i love this i think this is hilarious <laughs> i think it's amazing too so pete davidson has been so okay kim kardashian hosted snl yes a few weeks ago and yes. i didn't watch the whole episode but i watched her monologue and it was actually really good like no she actually did a great job it was funny. she did really great but there is a skit or there was a skit where her and pete davidson kiss great and then they kept seeing, people kept seeing them out and about in New York or wherever. Can well, they were see seen like... holding hands on a ride. Yes. Yeah. And then they're doing whatever. So <clears throat> I was like, that's crazy. Like, pardon me. There's no fucking way that she went from Kanye West to Pete Davidson. Like, there's just no way. Yeah. Anyway, I, but I also don't care. I just was like, that's funny. I don't care. Then people are coming out and are like, look at how scripted this is. And there's, like, footage of Pete Davidson and Kim Kardashian, like, holding hands. And then the second they think they're out of the cameras, they, like, let go. And then people are like, this is to distract people from the Travis Scott Astro World shit. Oh. And I'm like, fuck, it's true. Because this is, I mean, whether or not it's meant to distract, it's really distracting people. Because I stopped hearing about the Astro World stuff. Right. And wow. if for anybody who doesn't know, this sun is insane. For anyone who doesn't know, the Astroworld thing is the Travis Scott had a, a concert where I think it was, oh God, eight, maybe nine people I died. I think 10 people ultimately is died. Is it 10? Oh yeah. my God. So, Including a nine-year-old. It's horrifying. Yeah. And that was in the limelight for 25 seconds. And of course, it's still, it's still out there and people still are aware of it. But this stupid little thing has taken... Hmm. Anyway, sorry, this has become like a conspiracy podcast, but I love it. (laughs) That's interesting. I love conspiracies. I mean, I don't know. I mean, maybe. I mean, it seems like... I mean, Pete Davidson dates so many women that I don't know. This seems. I know, that's why it's a perfect thing. That's why this is a perfect couple. Well, okay. I don't know. I feel like it's like, you know, you're you're drawing it. What's the saying? <laughs> oh, you've said this before on the I podcast. I know. And you I've fucked messed it up, it up before. You're yeah, pulling at straws. Pulling at strings. Pulling, pulling at straws. straws. Okay. Straws. All right. I, I don't really understand that. Me neither. Um, but I do here's... have teenage news, though. Other teenage news. Sorry, I'm really. I've had a lot of coffee this okay, morning. Okay, let's hear um, it. The Jonas Brothers. There was a comedy. Oh, so I shouldn't say that. There is a, a roast. Netflix roast. Is it out? And yes, it came out yesterday. And Mike and I watched it. Yeah. Mike thought it was stupid, which I mean is fair. But there was a lot of stuff that Mike laughed at. Speaking of Pete Davidson, Pete Davidson's in it. <laughs> oh, okay, interesting. Really bringing it back. I thought it was really great. Joe okay. Jonas, because yeah. you know how it like, you know, everyone roasts them and then they do a little thing at the end. Yeah. 
Joe Jonas did really well. Like he did really, really well. I figured was... like Joe is probably the the one Jonas brother that I would maybe have a crush on because he married Sophia yeah. Sophie Turner. Yeah. And I love her sense of humor, so I figure he must have a good sense of humor. They it was it was really funny and it's it was the reason I'm bringing it up is because they were really really famous like Disney Channel yeah, obviously. Yeah, so it was very um obviously things changed as they became older adults and stuff, but um they really got ripped apart. It was quite funny and That's it was funny. very there was Sophie Turner made a joke. Oh my god, it was oh it was saucy like it's but was it funny or was it like awkward i loved it no it was funny it was really funny um so and speaking of inappropriate jokes one of my best friend april told me the other day that she uh downloaded our podcast for her dad so hi mr lim (laughs) i'm so sorry mr lim is that his name lim yeah um, well, Doctor Doctor Lim, actually Doctor Lim. So I hope he's not listening to this. But um, yeah, me too. I forget that people <laughs> listen sometimes. <laughs> like I I skyped your friend the other day, and she's like, "Yeah, I love the podcast." I immediately like became insecure. I was just like, <laughs> "Uh, thank you," because yeah. I feel like people expect me to be. I don't know a certain way when they say they they yeah. listen to the podcast, and I'm like, I'm only that way with Maddie. <laughs> well, it's that, and then also like people will go when they find out, like at work, for example, people will be like, "Oh, you have a podcast? Send me a link." I'm like, "No, <laughs> I'm, I don't want to. No, thank you." <laughs> I, and then I'll go, I'll go. If you find it on your own, great, like that's fine. But I'm, I feel pressure. I'm not going to find the episode I want to send to you, and like. Ah, it's too much pressure. And then what if I send one that they don't like? Like, it's too much. Find it on your own. Yeah. Figure it out on your own. I don't want to have anything to do with it. And then tell sure. me much later that you listen to it. I don't want yeah. to know. <laughs> right. Um, I I agree. <laughs> um, okay, anything else? Any teenage, You said you had other teenage news? Or is that the Jonas? No, that's just it, the Jonas. Jonas. It was the okay. Jonas. Um, yeah, I can't think of anything else. Uh, the Pete Davidson one was good. It's funny. I... I, um had this discussion with my brother kevin Mm. he is like i do not understand the appeal to pete davidson why do girls love pete davidson and i was like i don't know there's something about him that's just attractive i don't know yeah yeah. what it is he just he's attractive like i feel like guys don't understand it so they just assume that he must have like a big dick but i'm like no i can tell you i can tell you so i this is the thing is when he first got on SNL, <clears throat> so this is a decade ago or whatever, when he first got on SNL, I remember, like, I, by no means, I'm not really attracted to him, but I have, like, a crush on him, quote-unquote okay. crush. Maybe he'll okay. be my weekly crush this week. Who knows? But um, the reason I do is because he, I love the shape and size of his mouth. Because oh, we right. all know right. I love, and not just men but women people who have big smiles that like take over half their face or if somebody has a smile that even if it's small it affects the rest of their face like if you smile and you're like eyes squint up or you get like wrinkly you know laugh lines i love you and pete davidson is somebody who has a smile that takes up half his face and i love it that's true he does have a big mouth 
he has a big mouth. But then he kind of became now like the pictures of him. I'm like, ooh, like he's got. I, I get why people love him, but he's got like so much like scraggly and like bleach blonde hair dyed. It's weird. It's oh, I like it. It's fine, but I'm talking about like when he was a ridge and he was dating, um, what's Cassie David, and he had a sleeve of Harry Potter tattoos only harry potter yeah like that's when i loved him that's when i was like okay and now i still love him i still love him but i'm like i i read this like funny meme that was like why are all like the hottest chicks alive going for guys that look like they like are the dishwashers at restaurants because it's like like, machine gun kelly machine gun kelly travis barker and Pete Davidson. <laughs> and I was like, that's so true. They look like they would it work is. at, like, the back of, like, a Kelsey's. <laughs> it must be a style right now. I bet you it's just, like, the trend at the moment. I don't know. You know just, like, was, skinny, that... tattooed white guys. Yeah. Well, there was that, um, you know, when, I don't know, a few years ago, there was the the another certain type of guy that everyone went for. It was just, you know, maybe that's what it is right now. Right now, it's dirtbags. Dirtbags! Dirtbags are having a moment. That's for sure. They really are. And you know why? It's because of this podcast. So thank you so much for listening, everybody. Yes. Thank you, Pete. You're welcome, Pete. Thank you, Travis. Thank you, Machine. (laughs) Machine. (laughs) Mr. Machine. Okay, pal. Let's get in. Let's let's get started. Let's get into it. Okay. All right. Let's start by talking about. Wait, this I'm going to say the logline. I know you are. I was going to introduce you to introduce. Oh, okay. Go for it. Well, there you go. Just do it now. All right. Perfect. Okay. Um, so, this episode <laughs> is called Secrets and Lies, and it premiered December 9th, 2001. Uh, the logline is Ashley's father is home from Europe, and Ashley senses something is up with her mom and dad. They seem to get along really well. Ashley's mom tells her the truth. Her dad is gay. After hearing this news, JT figures out an easy way to reject Liberty. He tells Liberty he's gay. So, I mean, this is interesting because I don't remember Degrassi being so focused on Ashley. Ashley is like the main character. Yeah, right now she is. Like, there's we're on episode eight, and of the eight... Six of them are focused around her. Yeah. Right? Yeah. And it's so interesting because shortly it's not. In fact, spoiler alert, she's gone in a few seasons or a season. I don't know when, but. Um, yeah, no, it's interesting. They must have went into season one being like, Ashley's going to be the main focus that girls will connect yeah. with. Because um, I also wrote down that Manny has absolutely no storylines. I she has no storylines and even in this episode she's maybe in it for twenty milliseconds and it's just a shot of her and she just smiles. Like that's it. She says like a couple things whenever she's in an episode, she'll say a couple lines, yeah. but she's never she never has like yeah. a purpose really. Not yet, but soon she I know. will. Oh, she's so good. That that's the thing is I think once we're past this season, I've I know we've said this a lot, but I think once we're past this season, it gets a bit more into the cuz like right now we're we're preteens, right? Yeah. They're all 13, 14, yeah. which is still fine. Um but I think when we get to the like next season, yeah. And the season after that. I because definitely... I looked it up. Yeah. I looked it up kind of. Because I was trying to figure something out, and um, I could be wrong on this, so I should probably fact check before I say this, but 
the episode, the big, I don't want to spoil yeah. it for people, yeah. but the, the yes. episode I, I hear what like you're saying. season four. Oh, shit. Well, okay. I mean, that kind of makes sense, actually. I right. want to get to the, okay, when does Craig come? I want to get to Craig. Yeah, I know. Do you think I it's know. season two that Craig comes? I don't know. <sighs> I hope so. And Ellie and Marco. Okay. Ugh, Anyways, it gets good, okay. people. It does, I promise. So let's get into this episode. Let's just wing it out. So Ashley's dad is back in town. Um, she, her parents, as we remember, her parents are divorced, and she, uh, her mother is now dating Toby's dad. So right. her and right. Toby are, quote-unquote, step-siblings, but not actually, you know, not legally. Mm-hmm. Anyway, so he's back in town. Uh, her dad's back in town, and... Ashley is very acutely aware of him and her mom and their interactions because she is devastated (sighs) that they are divorced, but also kind of okay with it. But she, of course, wants them back together. And for whatever fucking reason, all of her friends are involved in her parents' love life. Yeah. And her... (laughs) Oh, gosh. (laughs) Yeah. um, Paige thinks her dad is really hot, which is concerning. It's so concerning because he is... He could not, like, I understand. So when I was 13, that means I think my parents were 43. Yeah, yeah they would yeah. be 43. Yeah. So that's, I'm not, that's, that's fine. Like, great. This man looks <laughs> 70 and she's yeah. like, he's hot. Like, I it's, know. it's so fun. And like, again, you can find 70 year olds attractive. That's fine. But not as a 13 year old. Yes. Anyway. She's, I wonder if we get like, into more of sexy. like. I wonder if we get into more of, like, Paige's, like, upbringing. Because it's a little concerning. Like, why is she so... She's a very sexy... Like, sexy. She's a very sexual girl. (laughs) 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 Which, I guess when you're in grade 8, some people are. We've talked about this. Some Some people people are. are. You're right. But it's so funny because it's so misplaced at this point. Like, Like, it's so inappropriate. It's so inappropriate, but, like, not even... <laughs> the thing is, if, if Ashley's dad... If they had cast a hot man as Ashley's dad, fine. But they didn't. <laughs> like, it's yeah. just confusing. <laughs> like, it's just... Why? What? Anyway, she's like, your dad's so hot. And, like, okay, you think... But even Terry agrees. Because at one point when he walks away... So Ashley's last name is Kerwin. And, like, when the, when she, he walks away, both Terry and Paige are both like, bye, Mr. Kerwin. Ew, like, I know. And, like, holding themselves back. And I'm like, relax. <laughs> anyway, so he's back in town. Um, I can't and... think of, like, one dad that I thought was hot. No, me neither. Growing up. Like, dads no. were dads. Yeah, it's They not... weren't hot. No! Anyway. It's insane. It's insane. <laughs> I'm actually trying to think. Sorry to all my friends, but I didn't think your dads were hot. <laughs> um, okay, this episode is so wild. Okay, so I don't even know where to begin. First of all, while we're talking about Terry and Paige, there's a scene where they're walking down the hall, right? And they're mm-hmm. looking at uh, Ashley's dad and they're like swooning. Yeah. For some reason, Terry is limping. And I, ah, thought, I didn't even notice. I thought they were going to address it because she's wobbling. <laughs> but they don't address it. And I'm like, <laughs> this is very strange because 
the last episode she's talking about her weight and now she's wobbling i'm like (laughs) we need to address this oh my god oh my god i don't even know what to say i don't know i don't know what to say either i mean obviously like probably in real life she had like an injury but it's just like you have to address it you just go hey ashley are you okay and she goes yeah i had Rugby practice. Yeah. Or rugby <laughs> practice. <laughs> That's um, fucking funny. Okay, so Liberty has a crush on JT. It's so funny. Every time she looks at JT, the song comes on. Oh my god. That's like. I don't even know how to describe it, but whoever was like the music supervisor on this episode needs an award. It's right. the funniest. Yeah, it's good. It's and she does the the very like they could be in the middle of the class and she turns to him and she just does this like <laughs> creepy you know that um that meme of that girl, God, this is like the first meme in the world where it's that girl and it's crazy girlfriend or whatever, and it's just her like smiling with her eyes open <laughs> yeah. really wide. It's yeah. that. It's just that. And she's just staring at JT all the time. Yeah. At one point JT hilarious. hides in a locker because he's trying to get away from Liberty. Right. And then as he exits the locker, she turns the corner very fast, says something to JT, like, I thought we were going to meet up. And then she right. takes out a camera and takes his picture for no apparent reason. She's pretty creepy. Like, she's... The thing is, is Sarah... Oh, God, I don't remember her last name. But the girl who plays Liberty, Sarah... Yeah. Is, like, she's great. Like... She's actually, I'm recognizing now that she's fantastic. She's, uh, first of all, I think she's adorable. Yeah. She's actually great at her character. I think her and JT at this point are my favorite actors on the show. They, yeah, I would agree. Like they, the thing is, is I remember watching this 20 years ago or whatever and not liking Liberty. Not as an actress, just like I didn't like that character. I was like, yeah. she annoyed me. Yeah. But now I'm like, she's amazing. Like, she's so good. She's I know. so good. I think it's she's hilarious. so cute. Every time there's a shot of her little face, I'm like, what a cutie patootie. Yeah, she's adorable. And same so with JT. I think yeah, they're both JT's... so cute. Yeah, they are. Um, So she is obsessed with JT. JT yeah. is not obsessed with her and is avoiding her um but now to get to the end of their storyline we kind of have to address ashley's so yeah ashley or like we said her dad's in town and and she is like obsessed with her parents and she's like and Paige and and terry are like maybe they're gonna get back together and so obsessed and you're gonna be happy again and we should also mention that at some point Terry brings out a necklace that her mom, who has died, oh yeah, gives her. So she just right. shows. She goes, "Oh yeah, my mom gave this to me before she died." Okay, great. Anyway, that'll come back into play. So she, uh, Ashley's like starts thinking about maybe her parents getting back together, and she's watching her mom fight with her new boyfriend, Toby's dad, yeah. and she's like, "Oh my god, this might be a thing." And then, um. Ashley's mom keeps being like, have you spoken to your dad yet? Like, has he said anything to you? And she's like, no. Anyway, it comes out. Well, first of all, first of all, we need to address one thing that I thought was insane. Okay. Okay. I don't know how long these two have been divorced, but, 
or separated or whatever they are. But they okay. Ashley pulls up in a convertible uh, with her dad. I know exactly Ashley's what you're going to say. Walks out of the house to greet them. Walks over, kisses her dad, like Ashley's dad, on the lips. Okay, yeah. so whatever. Maybe that's just like a nice greeting that they do. I can see why it would be confusing for a child being like, yeah. okay, like I thought you guys got divorced and now you're giving each other a little kiss on the mouth, but whatever. Ashley gets out of the car to go inside her house and she turns back to look at her parents. They kiss on the lips again, just because, just in mid-conversation. like that's not a normal thing to do with your ex-husband whether he's gay or not (laughs) in the middle of a conversation like what you've already kissed obviously they're into each other they just kissed on the mouth twice in one minute yeah yeah (laughs) i get it for sure for 100 percent. she's not wrong ashley is not wrong in this scenario so Anyway, she's obviously getting the wrong idea, which she's right about, but whatever. And uh, then the mom, her mom is basically, for I can't really remember what happens, but she, for some reason, is like, your dad's gay. Yeah. And it comes out, and it, Ashley is horrified, which, I mean, I, I, I at first I was like, oh my God, she's overreacting. But then I was like, you know what? Honestly, if you lived your whole life. Yeah. And you then found out, I get the shock. Like, that would be pretty shocking. Yeah, it would be shocking, like, especially in 2003, when being gay... It's not 2003, it's 2001. Sorry, 2001, (laughs) when, like, if someone said they were gay, it was a huge deal. It was, like, the talk of the town. Yeah. Also, as a 13-year-old or 14, whatever she is... Yeah. You're not at the maturity level yet, necessarily. So, anyway, she actually, her mom tells her. Interesting note for you. I have a friend um, who grew up in a religious home. Uh-huh. And when we were teenagers, their parents got divorced. It was a very sort of... It was a big deal because, you know, divorce in a religious culture is a big deal. And then it turned out that he was gay. Who was? Her father. Her father was gay. Oh, my... So not only did they have to deal with fellow people chatting about, oh, did you hear yeah. someone so divorced? Then it was like, he's gay. So anyway, yeah. that would be tough. Um. So anyway, Ashley finds out she's devastated and shocked, and then the dad, rightfully so, I think that he does the right thing and he takes her out of school to like talk to her about it because he wants to. Have yeah. a conversation about it, which is totally fair. I think that's the right thing to do. Um, anyways, we talked to her about it, and she is, like, shocked. He's, like, my partner, Christopher, which he kind of sprung on her, like, a little bit too fast. I think he maybe should have. Oh, yeah, maybe. Like. She was like, Christopher? The blonde man with the mustache? You took me to the zoo? Yeah. But it wasn't even, like, he He says, uh, she's like, have you have you been with men or something? And he's like, well, Christopher, like he should have been like, I'm going to warn you. Like I'm seeing, so I don't know. He could have gone a little yeah. slower into that. Um, but yeah, but he's like, Christopher is my partner. He, she did ask. You're right. Imagine um, asking your father, have you been with men? <laughs> no. And uh, so anyway, so he explains it to her. She's still pretty upset. And, and I mean, I think she's also a lot more upset because she thought they were they had divorced because he was moving to Europe. Right. Um, 
which I guess was a part of it. But then she kind of realizes that he left her fan, her and her mom for this man. Right. The so next that's thing, another point of yeah devastation. I mean, she was still a bit of a bitch, but I mean, oh, Ashley, yeah. Ashley's very moody. Like she's definitely oh like, oh my god, she's, she's going moodiest. through puberty like it's rough. It's rough. She, she never, but she's never not moody. Think about the Craig and the Manny times. She's always no, gonna be moody. She's a moody girl. Um, the one thing I liked about this um, storyline is that they didn't make um, Ashley's dad uh, a stereotypical gay man at all. Yeah. Like, he came from a military background. He talks about, right, being hit by shrapnel or whatever. And he's just a very, like, regular man that you wouldn't assume either way. Which I liked. Yes, I agree. And he seems more, if I may say so, of, like, a stereotypical middle-aged man going through a midnight crisis. Like, he's in a convertible. Right. He's wearing suits. That's a good point. (laughs) That's a good point, actually. Yeah, yeah, he seems more about that direction instead of, you know, uh, stereotypically gay. But anyway, so he explains it to her. And then can we... So, okay, go back to JT for a moment. JT decides that the way to get Liberty to back off is to just come out as gay. Right. This is where the problem arises, because obviously this storyline is... I mean, they address it okay, I think. Um, it's not the greatest excuse, obviously. And then he decides he has to become very, speaking of stereotypical, flamboyant. very stereotypically gay and very yeah. flamboyant to prove that he is gay, um, which obviously he is not. And he's just doing this to deter Liberty. Um, yeah, and eventually, I don't know, he says, never mind, I'm not, I'm straight. I just want you to fuck off, fuck off basically. Yeah, and she's like, wow, you literally pretended to be gay just so i would like leave you alone and she just looks so sad she looks so sad made me sad um my favorite part of this entire episode though is so ashley is like devastated and like moping around school which is insane Mm-hmm. And Terry is trying to like help her. She doesn't know what it is yet, but she's like, "What's wrong? What's wrong?" And then Paige comes over and she's <laughs> yes! like, "Maybe your dad's gay." <laughs> and Ashley like fucking loses it on her. <laughs> this is my favorite moment of the show. Because Paige oh sits God. down. She's like, "Listen, your dad's handsome. He's smart. He has a good job." Why does says- why is Paige spending all of her time thinking about this? <laughs> Why does not page of other friends? I don't understand. Yeah, I don't get it. And then she's like, he's very stylish and he's still single in his 40s. Like, have you ever thought of maybe he's gay? And then Ashley's like, fuck you! Like, yeah. throws her chocolate milk into her face. And then Paige, oh, like, Paige, like, is, like, so upset. She goes, my brother's gay. <laughs> it's the best moment it's just the thing is is like (laughs) this this i okay i am to understand that the night before so the the day or two days before is when Paige and terry meet yeah ashley's dad (laughs) yeah 
and are obsessed with him. And then this all happens, and yeah. Ashley finds out he's gay, and da, da, da. And Paige is still sitting there thinking, I wonder why this man is single. And it's like her <laughs> whole life revolves around why this middle-aged man is single. And she is, like, plotting ideas and thinking, maybe he's this. She's, like, brainstorming to herself. And then two days later... Comes up to her and yeah. says, this is a good idea for me to say to my only friend, Ashley, <laughs> yeah. I think that your dad is gay. <laughs> it's so like, stupid. you're right. She just met him two days ago. So she must have been thinking this through for two for days. days. Yeah. Staying up at night, making charts, wondering, <laughs> why is this man single? Making charts. Yeah. Like, like she's, why does she really, <laughs> she's really devoted to invested invested yeah. in ashley's dad that's really funny that's a good point and then she's she like while chocolate milk is dripping from her face she's like but my oldest brother's gay i was oh just trying to help it's and terry insane. is just like god i need new friends this is- yeah terry's like I'm going to go date Rick instead. He seems stable. <laughs> Spoiler alert if anybody knows who Rick is. but I will, Actually, I won't say anything, but uh, it's a future, future thing. Um, anyway, but so that my other favorite part is, uh, I don't remember when this is later or something. Terry decides to talk to Ashley. And this is the end. Spoiler to yeah. you. I don't know if you have anything else to say about this. But um, Terry's talking to Ashley and Ashley's like, Ashley's like, I don't understand. Like, my dad is gay. She's going on and on. And Terry's like, my mom's dead. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm like, oh, my Lord. And and Ashley's like, that's different. And I'm like, okay, everybody needs to stop. Yeah. There's too much happening right now. Terry has suddenly said, like, my mom's dead. Yeah. Which we already know. Yeah. As she said earlier in the episode. And, and Ashley's going to start defending her actions and her mourning for her dad being gay against her best friend whose mom is dead. I know, like, I know. what are you doing, Ashley? Ashley, stop talking. And Ashley's but like, like, it's But, like, in different. her defense, she needs time to, like, digest this. You know, Terry can't just go up to her the day she found out and be like, at least you have a parent, you know. I mean, yes, sure, she has to have some time to digest it, but she also can't start arguing it to Terry right. about like, well, your 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 dad or your mom didn't choose to leave you. My dad chose to leave us. Like, yeah, her mom died. <laughs> At least your mom was straight yeah. when she died. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, it's like it's just it's too much. It's... And then the freeze frame, as classic <sighs> Degrassi freeze frame, is like Terry walking back, like leaving, and Ashley just like lowers her head in a yeah. pout, and it's the, and it's like yeah. whatever it takes. <laughs> So, interesting fact for you. So, you know how I have the Degrassi channel? Yes. So, I it's do. playing all the, like, newest stuff that, like, I didn't really watch, you know. It's, like, with Adam. Remember, there was a transgender character named Adam. Yes. Uh-huh. So, it's like, it's, like, that generation that I didn't watch. But they still do the freeze frames. <gasps> to the bitter end. Oh, my God. To the bitter end, baby. Yeah. yeah. Oh, my God. They kept That's with it. That's so fucking funny. That's um, yeah. Whatever it takes. Also, this the theme song changes a little bit. Does it? Yeah, it becomes more like cool and hip and indie. It's like whatever it takes. Wait, oh, you mean in the new ones? Yeah. Oh, I see. 
Oh yeah. my God. How funny was that conversation? So our friends, Matt and Becky, hi, Matt and Becky, um, in the UK, <laughs> were in a chat with them and yeah. they were like, what did they say? Matt was like, this, this theme song is too much. It and scares him. It's aggressive children screaming, <laughs> which is true. It's a pretty aggressive theme song. It's like them just being like, whatever, thanks. Like, it's just... But it really, like, I know it scared Matt, and I'm sorry, Matt, but when you were 11 years old and that theme song kicked in, it yeah. was a bop. It was a banger. It was like, oh, girl, it's time. Let's go. <laughs> like, it was, it was ready for some freeze yeah. frames. For some yeah. fake gay people, for some real gay people, yeah. for some school so, shootings, For some Drake on Ritalin. Some Drake on Ritalin, some sleeping Sean Cameron at some point. Oh, I didn't even fucking mention! Okay, so Emma's in this sleeping for one Sean second. Sleeping Sean Cameron. Yeah, so for one second, I just have to address this. This has nothing to do with the, the storyline at all, but they're in poem class or something oh, yeah. there's like a there's a romantic poetry class which has now been addressed for in every episode yeah they have to and, write a haiku yeah they had to write a haiku and emma's haiku was so good she has nothing to do with the storyline she just yeah. it's it's one second and she reads her haiku out and i wrote it down because it made <gasps> me laugh forever okay and also the way that she delivers it yeah. is mwah, chef's kish kish okay. Chef's kiss. It's so good. She goes, ancient waves so pure. Ancient waves so pure. Lapping on the shores of time. Early death, our fault. <laughs> this girl is eco-friendly through and through. Doesn't someone say something like, wow, that's a beautiful romantic... Sto- or poem and then she no, goes it's about the ocean right yeah something like that i don't know she's crazy i love it i love her she's absolutely insane i love it like too. everything out of her mouth is about the earth and it's like i get that that's amazing like everyone let's save the earth come on but it's everything out of her mouth she has was to the, do with the earth she was the original greta thunberg she truly was except greta Emma, thunberg you know she really um, stuck with it, where Emma, she got more into blowjob bracelets later on. <laughs> yeah, not Greta Thunberg. Greta no. Thunberg is not into blowjob bracelets. Not yet. Well, maybe. Not yet. We should stop talking about this young child like that. How old is well, she? She's young. We should stop talking about this. We gotta stop. I got, we're gonna stop it. Wait, I want to know how old she is. How old do you think she oh, is? God. I don't know. When she if she's, was, okay, if so, she's 20, if she's at least 20, then we can, we can talk about it. I don't think she's at least 20. I think she's like 15. Ah, 18. Oh, well, that's legal. <laughs> <laughs> We're allowed anyway. to talk about Greta Thunberg and blowjobs. <laughs> <laughs> that's not funny. It's not funny. I'm so sorry. We're going to get fucking canceled because of this. Okay. Great. Okay, let's wrap this shit up. We're done. The end of the episode. All right. Um, who's your weekly crush? Mine is Pete Davidson. <laughs> that's a good one. Right? Um... Mine is, so the last, I don't know, week or two, I've been watching, I've been looking for a show. There's some type of show that I just wanted. I was like, there's, sure. it's like, I can't describe it, but I just wanted a show that was funny and easy to watch, but also like smart dialogue. And I found it. I found exactly what, is it? What, is it? what I was hoping for. 
and it's called Crashing. Oh, yeah. And it's made by Judd Apatow. It's, this main star is Pete Holmes. We both love Pete's this week. We, Pete's. Pete, 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 Mike, as a side note, this past weekend, we were trying to find something to watch, and I discovered Mike had never seen Bridesmaids. So, we watched Bridesmaids. Did he laugh? He did. And I laughed. And I hadn't seen it in a long time, so I was very happy. It was great. Did he like when they pooped everywhere? He was uh, making a lot of noises of uncomfort, but in a good way. Okay. Good. How I would imagine Jed would have wanted it. Yeah, of course. Judd's not dead. I don't know why I'm acting like Judd Nelson. Judd Nelson. Oh, for the love. <laughs> anyway, let's, I need a, I need to go have a nap. Um, okay. Um, thank you, Eric and Kevin Smale, as per usual, for the theme song. Yeah, and uh, oh, we had one person give us a five-star review. We did. So can you please tell us who you are? So that, Did you figure out who it is? No, I want to figure out who you are. We didn't think this through. We didn't think this through. So if you write a review, a five-star review... We will send you a little treat, a little yes. gift. But you also have to message us and tell us who you are. Because <laughs> we don't know On Instagram. who you are. Yes, please message us your address. Or if you're not comfortable with us sending you something, just message us so we know. on Instagram so we know who you are so we can say hello. Um, because it really means a lot to us. I really got excited when I read that review. It really pumped me up. It was, yeah, it was really cool. It was nice. Um, yeah, so our pod, our, our Instagram is Teenage Dirtbags Collective, which I think that we should make it back to Teenage Dirtbags Podcast, but anyway. Okay, um, change it back then. Let's change it back. Okay. Um. So our Instagram is now Teenage Dirtbags Podcast. Yeah. Okay. And that's about it. Thank you so much, everyone. Have a lovely week. And if you're American, happy Thanksgiving. Happy Thanksgiving. Happy Thanksgiving to you. Oh, wow. (laughs) That was very... (laughs) I like that. Okay. Bye. Happy turkeys. Bye. Happy turkey. Gobble, gobble, gobble. Okay. (laughs) Okay, bye, Mads.